0: Okay, let's start our discussion of Parshas Ekev, Tovshin Ayn Zion, as we Baruch Hashem have the s'chus of learning together another Parsha in the Holy Torah that we study each and every week. And the Parsha that we are uh, up to is called Parshas Ekev. Why? Because of the second word in the Parsha is Ekev, V'haya Ekev Tishmun. As we have often mentioned, the names of the Parshios aren't, uh, from Chazal. It's just what we happen to call them. There are official names of the Svarim in the Torah based on the Midrashim, and we generally don't call them that either. We call Vayikra Vayikra. We don't call the Torah's Kohanim. We call it Ba'midim and not Mishnah, not, uh, and Mishnah Torah. But there are official names of Svarim, but Parashios, we, uh, give names Usually based on one of the earliest words in the parsha. So, one of the hardest words to translate in the entire parsha, the word ekev. What does that mean? Ekev tishmuun. So, the simple interpretation is probably, because, because, because you listen to my laws, if you do that, the Pasuk tells us, I will love you, I will bless you, I will make you multiply, etc., all of the brachas that HaKadosh Baruch Hu promises us. says the says the hei chalaf because, or as a reward for accepting these laws, the citron, and you will guard them, or the first step is to accept them, then guard them and do them, the yason, vidar yas, yas kiyama, and Hashem will, Hashem will guard you. That's the simple interpretation, but we know there are many other pshatim given, uh, what the word akev means, rashi already. Starts us off, uh, but we will see it a little more expanded in Rabbeinu Bachai, who happens to give two other pshatim as well, besides expanding on the daya in, in Rashi. So says Rabbeinu Bachai. First of all, he points out all of the schar, all of the bracha that we see given in the Torah is all gashmi. Is all all as the Pazak says, uvere privitnucha, ufriyad masecha, degancha, tiroshcha, the oil, the the grapes, the wine, the grain, the animals. It's all uh, based on gashmi, right? Because we can understand. Uh, anything more than that, but says Rebbe Bachai, just expanding on it a little bit more. All the schar is gashmi schar in order in, to give us in this world, which is all hachana for olam haba. And maybe that's, a, uh, alluded to in the word akev. Because akev, of course, is the heel. It's not the main part of the body. There, it's the lowest part of the body. It's the basic schar which will allow you to then serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu and enjoy the ultimate schar in Olam Haba. That's Ve'haya. Ve'haya is, uh, switching around the letters, is Yurke Vavke. Shukol Hashem HaMiyuchad. And that's Ve'haya akev. If we properly accept and uh, use the akev, those other types of gashmi uh, rewards, so then we could get to the stage of haya. Okay, but that's what he just gives shot in the pasuk. But now he has this pshatim of the akev. So three ideas. Number one. Says the Rabbi Baha'i line number 8. The mitzvahs that we step on, the mitzvahs that we don't take seriously, and everyone could fill in the blank into which mitzvos we need to take more seriously that we don't. There are people that don't focus on certain mitzvahs. They're light in their eyes. They kind of trample on them, not lig- literally, but figuratively. We don't take them seriously. We don't focus on them. Right? Different parts of davening, maybe we don't focus on different parts of our avoda. The kfar gvilu lano already have warned us. That's going to come up after one twenty. The mitzvahs that we were careful in are going to stand up next to us, but the mitzvahs that we weren't careful in, number one. An illusion, we have to keep the mitzvahs, even the ones that we don't take as seriously as we should. Number two, says Rabbeinu B'chai, The sins of my heels surround me, which he used for the first shot. There's another p'shot. The mitzvahs that I use my feet for. The mitzvahs that I have to run to. So many mitzvahs we do with our feet. Anytime we go somewhere to do a mitzvah, that is a mitzvah, that's an akev mitzvah. Walking to shul, walking to learn, walking to visit somebody who's sick, walking to an alvaya, Kol elu mitzvah psios All these are akev mitzvahs. You do the akev mitzvahs, that's already... You're in a good place. The G'far Afilu B'Shabbes. Chazal tells us even on Shabbos we know you're allowed to run. Baba Kama Mutul LaRustla Be'Sakenesis. You can run to shul. You can run an hour of Shabbos. It's mitzvahs. Achrei Hashem Yelechu Karei Yisag. V'Imeinu M'Kaiy Mitzvahs If we don't use our psios for mitzvahs, but the opposite is going to surround us. It's going to surround us, and the V'chein the same exactly opposite. In Poseh LaDvaravera Also Avon Yisabavu Liom Adin Kimo Chain Number Two. And finally, he says a third idea. A third idea, says the Rabbeinu O B'medrash line 22. The Akev is the end of the body and the real reward will be the end of days. Avoschar in shal tzadikim umiad baolam azeh a russia might get his or rav shalom rishon umiad baolam azeh a schar of a russia could come in this world umishalim lusonav el panav la avido schar on lufanav right el panav avol tzadikim we have to wait we have to wait viacharav kol yisraelave that's akev Tishmun. you have to wait till the end you have to wait to the whole body till you get all the way to the end and that's when the schar is gonna come so akev Tishmun, number one the mitzvahs that we don't take so seriously number two the mitzvahs that we do with our feet. Number three, says Rebbeinah B'chai, we have to wait. Akev, the mitzvah schar, is not going to come anytime soon. And we shouldn't try to focus on it because it's not happening right now. Okay, moving right along. Says the Torah, again, Rashi. Now we'll just read Rashi's pshat uh, now, which was Rebbeinah B'chai's first pshat. But now let's read Rashi because we'll read the second Rashi on the Parsha too. And the question that Rav Schlesinger, of Eliyosh Schlesinger asks in the Elah Advarim is what is the connection exactly between the first part of the Pusik based on Rashi's Pshat and the second part of the Pusik? If you do the mitzvah Shal Ekev, which Rabbein Abachai's first Pshat, Rashi's Pshat, was the light Mitzvah that people trample on, if you do that, Rashi, Yishmar, Lecha, Haftach, he will keep his promise. He's going to give you schar. That is the special reward that is promised in the beginning of the parsha. according to Chazal, if we are careful in the light mitzvot, so then Hashem will give us schar. So the question is, why is schar specifically linked to the light mitzvot? After all, all mitzvot are going to get schar. Why Dabka the light mitzvot? Question one. Question two, the after all, what's a light mitzvah? Are we allowed to categorize mitzvos? Mitzvos, I say that is. Mitzvos, los, say we know are very categorized. Lav, shish, po, misas bezdin. Lav, shish, po, misa, Lav, shish, po, karis. Malkus. No, Malkus. There are many, uh, levels of when it comes to low says where we know the Gemara tells us, hakal If somebody has a choice of doing a more serious when they are sick and they need to violate an avera, it's better to do a lower avera than a higher avera. But when it comes to mitzvah say what does the Mishnah tell us? So, what are the mitzvos kalos? And what are the mitzvahs that are not kal? And B, are we supposed to do that? But the Torah doesn't tell us. Right? So therefore, what do we, what is this chazal alluding to when it's referring to Kalos? So again, in the order that the Eilad Verm asks, number one, what are the missus Kalos or what are the misses that are not Kalos? Number two, we have to be Zahir not to focus on the Mitzvah Kalos. So, why are we trying to figure it out? And number three, why is it dafka the Mitzvah Kalos, that will lead to the special Bracha that Akkadah Shvarchu has promised for us? Says the Eila Dadvarim, a very creative shot, which answers a lot of the issues that come up. And most of them are first in the deal with the problem of you can't categorize Mitzvahs. So what does it mean to Mitzvah Kala? Says the Reila Advarim, maybe it's based on a different mission in Pirkei Avos, two prakim later, Dalit. Ben Azayomer, Havirotz la Mitzvah Kala u'borech m'na'aveira. Says Ben Azay, you have to run to do a Mitzvah Kala. U'borech She She Mitzvah go'eres Mitzvah va'aveira go'eres Ha'aveira. Mitzvah leads to one Mitzvah, one Mitzvah leads to another Mitzvah. Aver, The more we do, Mitzvah, Mitzvah, And the mafarshim ask, what is the connection between the first line of the Mishnah and the second line of the Mishnah? Every Mishnah in Avos has to be analyzed, each line within itself, and the connection to the rest of the Mishnah. Right? Why are those put in the same Mishnah? So here too. First line is, run to a Mitzvah Kala. Next, Mitzvah, Mitzvah. So, I don't understand. Doesn't every Mitzvah doesn't each one cause another mitzvah? So why is it only a mitzvah kala? The mishnah emphasizes of mitzvah, goreris mitzvah. What is the connection? Dafka? Velichora, 13. Hayatzerach benazelomar dvarim. It's two statements. Dabarachad, haveirats, achar, mitzvah kala. Ubarech And number two, mitzvah, goreris mitzvah. V'yefshalomar says to Dvarim, this is the key. What's a mitzvah kala? Let me make a suggestion. V'yefshalomar. She mitzvah, kala hi mitzvah, sh'adam osa osa mitzvah kala means a mitzvah that I take lightly. What does that mean? Any mitzvah. Any mitzvah that I do without focusing, without uh, putting all my koach and all my rikuz and everything. I don't give it my all, but I do it. I'm treating that in a light way, and that's what a mitzvah kala could be. Maybe I even do it by rote. Maybe I even do it without thinking. Adam osesa mitzvah bekalus. I do it lightly. Kemitzvos anashim milumada. Like a mitzvah that we do by rote. That's a mitzvah kala. U shekiyamta mitzvah shalol lishma. Ka kayem is kan aveir shalol lishma. You also have aveiros like that. I can do an aveira with hinnini mucha na mezuman, and I'm ready to do the aveira, and I do it with kavana, and a amaisa mered of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Or... I could do a lot of there is that we do without thinking. We speak Lashon We don't even focus on what we're doing. Right? We don't uh, mean to hurt the other person. We just can't control ourselves. Right? I eat without a bracha. I don't, whatever it is, I, I do various things. Klomar. Shadam So there are mitzvah kalos and there are avera kalos. Right? I would venture to say that most of our life, a lot of our life, too much of our life is just done without thinking. I just don't know that we just do it. Rabbi friend writes in one of his books that when he was uh, an onain and he was, wasn't allowed to make a bracha, so he says he had to catch himself a number of times when he started saying a bracha. Right? So he says it's amazing that Amisrael, we can't eat without a bracha. But on the other hand, you know, he say he's talking about himself, but obviously everyone, all of us, right? We make bracha so automatically. Like if I really knew what a bracha is that I, and I know and I think about it before I do it, I wouldn't even come to the uh, the Mike Bracha by by mistake. But says the Elah HaDvarim here, have a Ratzel Mitzvah kala. it means mitzvahs that we do, even shalom without thinking. And what is the Mishnah telling us? Do those mitzvahs. Don't think they're worthless. Don't think that Hashem doesn't love them. Have a Ratzel Mitzvah kala. Do it, because you know why? Mitzvah, go rarest mitzvah. Even if you do it as a mitzvah kala. If I do it as a mitzvah without thinking, it could lead to mitzvahs by thinking. It could lead to mitzvahs. To quote the famous chinuch. Even a mitzvah that I don't do with all my focus. Even if we spend our lives doing mitzvahs, not perfectly. It's still great and fine and amazing. Because it's going to lead to, hopefully, sometimes, Getting it fully. That's the mitzvah. That's the Mishnah. Ben Aze says, run to a mitzvah kala, and those mitzvah kalas would lead to other ones. Mitzvah koreris mitzvah. The chiddish is by mitzvah kalas. In Rachman al by Averis too. By Averis too, the opposite, he quotes as well. Fashilah line 25. Sheree yodea mitzvah Now if we don't know the, the, if we can't uh, put into a hierarchy all the mitzvos. So what does this mean? But according to this, Peshat is beautiful. We're not categorizing mitzvos. We're talking about a way that so often we do mitzvot. The Kavanah The Mishnah is telling us, Mishnah is giving us chizuk. Keep doing it. I it, I don't have perfect kavana. It's okay, keep doing it. I keep Shabbos. I don't realize as much as I, can, I should. The magic of Shabbos, the Kedusha Shabbos, keep doing it. Absha, mitzvah, nasha, shalom, map. Don't be mazalzel. Don't, uh, minimize what you're doing. Even though it's not perfect. We don't know what the ma'anskharve mitzvah. Maybe in Hashem's eyes, this is more perfect than we think it is. Maybe in Hashem's eyes, we're doing the best we can. Hashem loves it. And therefore, we have to keep doing it in this regard. And maybe now we can return to the first in our parasha, the mitzvot that are cow, which mitzvos? All mitzvos. All mitzvos. If we don't focus on it, those are mitzvot. But you know what? Keep doing those mitzvos. And if you do, Hashem will still give you a bracha. Because it's going to lead to other mitzvahs. It's going to lead to mitzvot. It'll lead, as he ends off, in source number three. That is the idea of the elohad dvarim. As we will see here in Parshas Eikav, a number of the thoughts that we're having on uh, in, in, in today's uh, shir is about general hashgafa, about avodas Hashem, and that I think we've mentioned. That's all sefer dvarim. Sefer dvarim, more than any other sefer in the Torah, is full of. Uh, commands, full of general tachlis, what B'nai Yisrael are about. How is supposed to serve our Kaddish Hu, So many general psukim. Last week we have the Asisav, Ahayashar, The end of Dvarim, we have so many. Uh, Kalam Mitzvah Hazos, Slob There are so many psukim. In Sefer Dvarim, as we quoted, some of the Bali musar say, the greatest Sefer musar that was ever written in the history of the world is Sefer Dvarim. That is the ultimate. That tells us where a Jew came from, where a Jew is going, what is our history and what is our destiny. That is what Sefer Dvarim is about. And this thought fits into that framework. And that is, we just have to do mitzvahs. We have to spend a lot doing mitzvahs, even though we're not perfect, even though we're not mushlam in terms of our kavana, but we go through it and we do it. Because even if we don't go through the mitzvah, the mitzvah goes through us. And the mitzvah should affect us and shape our religious personality. And Hashem will give us Shmirah for that as well. Good. Next, parak, As we continue in Parshish Eikah, Moshe Rabbeinu is still talking. We have the beginning of Peraches. Now we're going to review a thought that we mentioned, I think, eight or nine years ago. Uh, we've mentioned it outside here and there. But uh, it is very worthwhile to review. And here we go with the Arachayim HaKadosh on Peraches Pasach Says the Torah. Call a mitzvah. Asher anochi mitzavcha hayom. Tishmarun lasos. All mitzvos that Hashem commands us to do. Tishmarun lasos. Guard. Make sure to do them. Lavan tichyun ureviseh. So that you will you will live and you will multiply and increase uvasem and you'll come into the land that Lavo again eretz Yisrael is mentioned constantly in this sefer in the torah bekhlal almost every parsha but in sefer Tzvarim it is all over the promise of eretz Yisrael so of course Chazal pick up on the first two words Call hamitzvah Call hamitzvah what do you mean all the mitzvah so rashi first says Kip shuto What's kibshuto? It means mitzvos. It means all the mitzvos. But the problem is, it doesn't say that. It doesn't say call a mitzvah. It says call ha-mitzvah. So that's why Rashi quotes Umed Im In hischalsa be-mitzvah gemarota. If you started a mitzvah, finish it. Do call ha-mitzvah all of the mitzvah. Sheeinanikris ha-mitzvah el al sheim It's not called a mitzvah unless it's finished. Unless it's complete. It doesn't mean that you shouldn't do half if you could only do half. Last week's parsha, Moshe Rabbeinu said, uh, said to Ari Miklot, even though he wasn't going to be able to finish it, he only did three. So if I could only do half a mitzvah, I should do half a mitzvah. But if I can do the whole mitzvah, I have to do my best to try to finish it. Because it goes by the finishing. Sheneh As the Pazakh says that the bones of Yosef that were brought up by Bnei Yisrael, even though Moshe spent 40 years with those bones, he doesn't get the credit. So Rashi Tubshatim of Kal But the Arachayim HaKadosh has a different, another defining thought about our Avodah's Hashem in life. Says the Arachayim, source number four. The Arachayim has been called the Ramban of the Achronim. That's uh, how uh, some have dubbed him. The Ramban of the Achronim, the Arachayim HaKadosh. Tzorach Ladas, Ma Mitzvah What is being referred to here? And we already said a few p'sukim ago, Fa'alokfar <speaking> Amar, Eikev Teshmun, Shvartem <Hebrew> HaSissim, Umar Makom Lachzor, Lomar, Kala Mitzvah. Achayim, says the Arachayim. Hain Ha'ish, Ash Moshe, skill Belibots B'nei Adam. Moshe Rabbeinu saw into the hearts of the people. Ki Echad Kekaton Kagadol There is a faulty Hashkafa. There is something that people think that is totally inappropriate to think. What is that pernicious thought, says the Arachayim HaKadosh? And it is a ladder that goes down, not a ladder that goes up. It's only a down escalator. What is that? A person does a couple of A person does a couple of mitzvahs. And, or, I, I, am expert. I excel in a certain area. People might think. I'm this kind of mitzvah guy. That is not for me. I'm a learning guy. I'm not such a davening guy. I'm not, I can't focus on davening so much. I, I, am learning. You know how many mesechlids I finish? I, learn learned dafyomi and I chazarit. Davening, you know. Or the opposite. Right? Or you know, um uh any any staka chesed You know be being I'm I'm a people's person. I, I I can't I can't sit. I can't sit and learn in David. Or I can learn a David, I can't really do chesed, I just you know, I can't. I can't, I can't we pick and choose. We might think that we excel in one area and therefore the other rest of the are avoda, we can leave them. you be a dum kama Umam ma'od Pashat How widespread is this machla? especially those who follow the word of God. to disgrace certain other mitzvos. Bir Osam, Torah, Right now, you know what I learned? When Moshe Feinstein had a tshuva Somebody asked him, you know, I sit and learn all day. Do I have to be my or and Rashi? As if it's beneath him. To learn Chumash and Rashi, Vezui Asovei Yisurei. Not exactly the same, but it's a uh, parallel. Vezui Asovei Yisurei Ha Anashim. Veyimad Kvodam, and this is, causes terrible things. Veyirbu, you're going know some. Says Moshe Rabbeinu, Kol HaMitzvah. Mitzvahs are a package deal. Mitzvahs we have to look at. As everyone, we have to try. We might excel in some more than the others. Some of them might be easier for us than the others. But Moshe says, Don't make the above mistake. Why? So, let's continue the pasik. We should have mentioned this as a question earlier. What's kol habitsva, and then what's the continuation of the pasik? So that you shall live. Loman tichyun or How does the first part continue to the second part? He says, he quotes the Zohar. Ki baram idem, as we know, the person has 248 limbs, six, 365 uh, sinews. We know every mitzvah and losase are connected to different parts in our body. The you want to live? You have to do everything. Imagine if a certain limb of our body had a pain, had a uh, an infection. It was hurting. The right, it, we're, it's, we're, we're in it's terrible pain, and we go to the doctor. We go to the doctor and say, "My pinky is killing. I can't." And the doctor says, "What are you complaining about? Just focus on the nine other fingers." Focus you have 10 good toes. So one finger is bothering you. So don't worry about it. You can't. That finger affects the whole body. Haime cabo manel tsako, ba marlo harewako ramajvarim. O my ramashlem you have 247 good ones. Dem khelekem ramach yekle, ain really follows this. Stop complaining. It's all good. So we won't we'll go to another doctor. Ze dem yem mitzvahs too. I have two forty six. What's the problem? The other two. Shame you had them. vagidim every mitzvah's kineg another aver, another gid? Uksha adam over umavatel If we nullify one of them, yafil hakeiv b'shekineg do bever The whole body is connected. It all affects. Everything affects the rest of the body. Ukashem she shubas brias Ramaz, Moeles, lahavir hergish kaeva aver. Tashlum ha-ramach. Just like we wouldn't accept anything other than complete Rafua. And we won't stop until all of our limbs feel good. If it was in our power, kemochen, lo yashlimu ramaz mitzvah sasei. tashlum ramach. We can't do without one of them. That's what the Pasuk means. Do kol ha-mitzvah. Do the package of the that you live. If we want to live, just like in the physical world we do this, so too in the spiritual. Pirish. Because in that way, we will be able to live and, in that way, enjoy everything that HaKadosh Baruch Hu has, has given us. That is an Arachayim HaKadosh that we should take through life. Moving right along. Again, Akev has one very famous mitzvah, and that is the only bracha that is clearly mida Oraisa according to everyone, v'irachta es HaShem alokecha tova salach. Benching, b'chaz mentioning Eretz Yisrael there, as we know the Goran brachas tells us the four things we have to mention in b'chaz hamazon. that uh if we don't mention we are not yotzei. Malchus Beis David, Brismila, Torah, Eretz Yisrael, uh, things that don't ha- even have to do with food. But we use Berchas Hamazon as an opportunity to be able to give ourselves a little um, summary of a lot of the thoughts that should be always going through our mind, and that's what we use benching for to do that. There is a shayla that comes up in Varevna, in Rav Zilbristin, which we might have mentioned also a number of years ago in other contexts. We've definitely mentioned it in other shiurim, but here it is in Parshas akev regarding benching, regarding benching. The following shayla. There was a story about a couple that, that the certain Kirov organizations worked hard, and finally, Baruch Hashem, the father was slowly, slowly coming and developing, and coming closer to Torah and mitzvos. The Avaz Bittama their only daughter, uh, Bas Hasheva. Seven years old, heavir They put him into a in an Orthodox school. She also was developing. The mother though was not. Uh, happy. And the mother did everything she could to stop it. It wasn't happening. And finally, you know, sh- they couldn't take it and they st- wanted to get a divorce. And it's in- after it was decided that the daughter would stay in the Rashus of the mother, that's what the judge decided. The question is, what's the daughter going to do? And they tried very hard. They didn't know what was going to happen. And finally, after a lot of deliberations, the agreement was that she would go to an Orthodox school, even though she would stay with the mother. That was the P'shara. That was the P'shara. And after a few weeks, for a few weeks, it went fine. eleven. But after a couple of weeks, the mother had enough. The mother said, She could stay in the school as long as the Torah and mitzvahs also stay in the school. She can't bring that home. She became very anti. She is not bringing that religious poison into my house. And if... Not um, she just she just can't be here and if she misses something today she'll do it tomorrow do it in school she's not doing anything in the home so the question is you know what does this girl do this girl this very young girl still wants to do what she can so the girl says she she's then the teacher comes to Absorberstein in the name of the daughter the daughter comes to the teacher and says I try my best I made brachas with my hand over my mouth and well, I always get my I always pretend that my hands are dirty before we start the meal. I do what I can. The problem is benching. I don't know Birchas Amazon by heart. So what am I supposed to do? So this is what I've done. Line number eight. katana ni I put a little bencher into my pocket of my shirt. I call suda after every meal. I go to the bathroom. I lock the door. And I bench quietly in the bathroom. Me, kaamcha, Yisrael. And the Mora listens, and the girl starts, See how, see how, what I try to do. See how much I'm doing. She didn't even realize, this girl, that there might be a problem with what she was doing, of benching in the bathroom. But the Mora obviously didn't want to say anything to burst her bubble, to bring her any further. But she comes to Rev Zobrazin and says, what am I supposed to do? Sazer of Zilberstein, just the first six words. The first six words is the whole thing that we need. This type of question goes straight to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. This Mesiris Nefesh, this Tmimus, goes straight to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Who knows that there are people that are doing the mitzvahs, like the Muranos? Like, in the days of old, Rachman But Lamaisa, what's the what's the sh- what's the uh, answer here? Ulamaisa well, La, so one might have said, some folks can say, well, our bathroom might not have the same status as other bathrooms in the olden days, right? We have plumbing, right? Our bathrooms are probably more clean and hygienic than a lot of the dining rooms in the days of old. but uh, it's still has the status of a bathroom, somewhat ahi Hokins. Right, she can't, one is out loud, I say Shem uh, HaShem in a Beis even our Beis so he says, maybe she should say the shorter benching that's quoted in the Shulchan Arach, which is one line, Baruch Rachman HaMalka Da'alma, Marit Ha'ai Pita. Blessed HaShem, in Aramaic, without saying Shem HaShem, and the Mishnabur even quotes that were Mechanech children with that, but, uh, even though it only works for the first bracha, okay, but for this case of shasat Atchak, it is allowed. Obviously, he says, the Mara has to tell her that she's amazing and she's wonderful and she's, v'shalom, did anything wrong up until now. But this is probably what's better because we also have... The, uh, have to take into account the halacha. That's what he says all the way at the end. You have to make sure not to, uh, depress her. You have to compliment her. You have to say how great she's doing and amazing. And for her to continue what's going on. Okay. That's the halachic part of the, of the shear today. So now we get into the next review of Jewish history. We review The Shvira's Haluchos. We review the Cheta Egel. Shvira's Haluchos comes up right here in Shlishi of our, of our Parsha. Says, after going through the, the, uh, the Shvira and the, uh, trying to get, uh, forgiveness, Boesahi by Ravii, Herak Yud. Amar Hashem Eli, Moshe says that Hashem said to me, Psalachash and Luchos Avanim Karishonim. Make a new set of Luchos. Va'ale Eli Hahara, come up the mountain. And you shall make in our own, says the Medrash, Medrash Tanchuma, beginning of source number 7, on this Pasuk. At that time, Hashem told me, this Pasuk is linked to the Pasuk in Kohelas. There's a time for everything. As we know, Shlomo HaMelech tells us, it was time to break the luchos. Amar shlomo, ace lahashlich avanim, ve'ace kinos avanim, a time to throw stones, a time to gather in stones. Eish la avanim, el luchos harishonim, a time to throw stones. That's the first luchos. Moshe threw them down. Ve'ace kinos avanim, ace ha'el l'fso luchos avanim achirim, gather in and make a new set of luchos. Psalacha shnei luchos avanim. Our pasuk. That's what shlomo means by ace. Kinos Avonim. So, our medrash linked to, our our pasach to the pasach of Koheles. The question is, that we might ask is, how did the medrash know that, how did Chazal know that this pasach of Koheles is referring to the breaking of the luchos and the throwing of the luchos, right? Throwing stones and gathering stones? Why exactly is that that alluded? How did they know it's alluded to? Explains Rabbi Genak in the Berchaz Yitzchak, Pashut, obvious. What does the pasach say in Koheles? A time to throw stones, a time to gather stones. What do you do first normally? What would be the n- natural order of the process? First, you have to gather before you throw. You don't have them until you gather. Before I throw a rock, I have to gather in the rocks to hold them. But in our Pusik, the Pusik says in Koheles, throw and then gather says, Rabbi Kinnak, well, maybe that's how Chazal knew. Because the first luchos, Moshe didn't have to gather. Moshe had the luchos from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. There was no gathering him. So the first thing he did was throwing. Throwing the luchos. Ki <speaking> bu luchos <in> harishonim, shah Hashem, The kibblei Moshe miyad Hashem yisbarach. Moshe had them, lo ha yitzarech mitchilo lechnos avanim. He didn't gather. <speaking in Hebrew> and that's why it says, eish <speaking in Hebrew> lahashlich It starts off with the throwing. Ki <speaking> lo <in Hebrew> After that, Solakha Arpasek. Psalacha, shnei luchos, Moshe then had to gather his own rock, his own stone to make the second Luchos. That's the second part, Ace Kenos avonim See, so even though the order is flipped, Chazal knew that it was referring to and alluding to something uh, something deeper. A similar discussion is had on the first Zemer. The first Zemer that we say on Friday night in Kolmakadeshi. Again, the Zmeros were mostly written by the Rishonim, the Eben Ezra. Uh, the Dunash Draw Yaqra was written by a very early, one of Rashi's, uh, before Rashi, Dunash, one of the grammarians, uh, wrote the Draw uh, Yaqra. But again, there's so many, they're all written by the, uh, the Rishonim. So if, if you, we look in Kamakadesh and we can study them. Zemiris are meant to be studied, not just, uh, to be sung without thought. So we say in there, Hama Achrim Lateismena Shabbas, Umemarim Lavo. Those who delay Shabbos going out, and those who are very excited about Shabbos coming in. So again, doesn't Shabbos come in first before Shabbos goes out? It should be memarim lavo those who ke- taking Shabbos quickly, and and then keep a long Shabbos, hold a latezman on motzi Shabbos. Amnam says the baruch Amar in his commentary on Siddur. Amnam ki lavo um, ki Shabbos. Why is it flipped? Says the Baruch Sha'amar. Well, maybe we know it's alluding to, just like the earlier the thought. Alluding to, said the Baruch HaZizchak, says the Baruch Sha'amar. It's alluding to, we know the Gemara tells us in Shabbos, there's a machlokes about when the Torah was given. Day six, day seven of Sivan, but Alma, it was given on Shabbos. B'nai Yisrael got Shabbos on Shabbos. Yes, it was given in Mara as well, maybe, but the real Tzivoy, where they got it as a package, as part of All of Avodas Hashem is on Shabbos. After Mabar Sinai, they come home to their tents. All of a sudden, They didn't get the mitzvah of Tosefa Shabbos to start Shabbos because they just got this on Shabbos. So therefore the first thing they're gonna do is to delay the end of Shabbos. Beautiful. This is said by another mafarshim as well, but that's why this phrase is alluding to the first Shabbos that Klai ever kept as a nation, once they were a nation. Those who delay, because that came first, because he got Shabbos on Shabbos, and only the following week, umim maharim lavo. He says you could also say it was just flipped the order to fit the rhyme to have a rhyme at the end of the line. You want to fit in with the previous. You could say it's just there for a rhyme, which some might suggest. Says the Torah Tamima. To I don't. I don't agree with that though. I don't know if it would make if it. You want to switch a word if I put a, a verb in front of a noun or the 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 uh, the pronoun, but but to flip something that gives an opposite, contradictory impression of the of the reality. He doesn't think that would be uh, that would be an acceptable shot, and therefore he says, "I like this shot better." So we have the same idea in Koheles, First you throw, and then you gather in, and ear Hamachrim let's say Umimaharim lava good another basic mitzvah that comes up in this week's parsha, and that of course is tefillah we have Yeret Shamayim mentioned also summary shown counted based on our Pasek in Masha, mayimach, drachav, these are such safer dvarim psukim, as we mentioned before. We don't have these psukim, too many of them in the rest of the Torah. Yira, lo'wechas b'chodracha, liabosau, vlavra's a shemalkecha, b'cholavavcha, b'cholnafshecha. There really is in dvarim, and vahayim in dvarim. All these major, amazing psukim. Get rid of the RL of your of your heart. If we read it like we like, like we like we mean it, farm could really be the greatest sefer musar. So we have later on the pasuk tells us the mitzvah of tefila. According to many, the source is parak yud aleph pasuk yud gimel. The Torah tells us in the beginning of the Hayam shemawa poim to serve Hashem with all of our heart, or literally in all of our heart and in all of our soul. Rashi, u'la avda b'cholav avoda shehi Avoda, which is in one's heart, vizuhi tefillah, as the Gemara says at the beginning of his Tainis, Tinus, Shatvilah kruya avoda. Tefillah is called avoda, shenemar elakakhti an palachli li b'tedira, According a passing of Daniel. babavel, elal and also, tikon es Good. As well, uh, Tfila is believed. Tfila is not just about the... Um, external saying the words, but it's the experience. It's Omid Lefnei Hashem. There's the experience of feel. one of the three Amudim. Right? Torah Avodah Right? One of the great uh, contemporary Adar uh, once said, you know, it's very sad that we have a way to measure ourselves when it comes to Torah. And we have a way to measure ourselves when it comes to chesed. By Torah, how many mesechtes have I done? I started afyomi. I started halachayomi. I do, I do this and I do that and I have a chavrusa. It's, it's, there's, there's ways to measure. And, and I can know when I'm not fulfilling. And chesed, one might say also, I know how many hours I put into sarcheit sebor and how much time do I spend on the phone. That's chesed. Tefillah is probably the hardest one to measure. And that's what makes it so challenging. Because many of us haven't been mitkadem in tefillah In many years. And maybe in many decades. And maybe we're worse off than we were in, you know, many decades ago. So every little bit of tefillah that we could... We could uh, improve in and take as chizuk. You know, we have to do our best, as we know. One of the three amudim that the world stands on. So in is in the sefer they put out for the Torah of Rabbi Yosef Chaim Zonnenfeld on uh, on Chumash Allah Torah. So here and Ekev on this pasuk Fila He has one or two thoughts about Fila and he asked a question which we could talk about in this context as well. Simple question that maybe we haven't thought of uh, in the past. The pasuk says, as we know, tefila we say in davening that. The um, the eighth bracha of David is Rafainu. And in Rafa'einu, as we know, we say at the end, Ki kamelach rofei nemen v'rachmona atah Hashem, rofei cholei amo Yisrael. Did we ever think about the difference in chasima to Asher Yatsar? Barachad Hashem, rofei chal basar umaflii la'asos. Why in Tefillah, in the Amidah, do we focus on Am Yisrael? Do we focus on B'nei Yisrael? R'ofei Cholei Amo Yisrael? And by Asher Yatsar, we focus on all. R'ofei Chalbasar, Um la'asos. And if we think about it, right, as we know, even non-Jews might pray. It makes it even more difficult. Right? Asher Yatzar is something unique to, to the J- Jews. Jews, nobody else is going to say something right after they go to the bathroom all the time. While, when it comes to, you know, prayers in general, you know, there are other religions that pray. But either way, Dafko, we say, in our Amida, we say, Rope Amo Yisrael. And in Asher Yatzar, we say, Rope Chalasar Mafilasa. So what's the difference? Why do we focus on one and not focus on the, uh, other in the other context? Says Rav Yosef Chaim Zonenfeld. Maybe it's based on the Megillah. The Megillah tells us why is there an order, the specific order for each and every bracha in the Amidah. And the Gemara goes through, why is Atachonin the fourth bracha, and why is Rafa'inu the eighth bracha? Because Mila is on the eighth day. B'Toch Mila Kavua Mila is on the eighth day. And therefore, the 8th brach is Rafa'enu. Yotzei says, Rafa Yosei Ha'am why do we put it there in the Shemona Esra, in the Amidah, where it is? Because connection to Mila. That's obviously something Jewish. Yotzei ki birchaz Rafa'enu mechuvan esrak le'elu ha-mitzuvim ala Mila. L'fei ha rofei choley ha-mo Yisrael. Ta'ak ha-vanah, l'nimolim, i'bnei Yisoshinimola b'shmini. Those who do Mila, they're the ones that we're asking for specifically, Rafa'a. Yatzar, That's related to all people. Yatzar to Adam, Gamanachrim, all Jew, all people. Rophechabasar. Hashem, uh, with His wisdom, created all people with proper plumbing. Answer number one. Answer number two. Rabbi Schwab in his sitter source number eleven, turning over, uh, has another shot. Says chole Amo Yisrael. What type of refu are we talking about when we talk about? Asher Yatzar and Rafa'enu. Rafa'enu Hashemenei Rafa'e. Whenever we have a tefillah for Rafua, we always say, sanefesh Hanefesh, Urafua's Haguf. That is not the context and the what the content is of Asha Yatsar. Although Akkadish Barakhlu is Rafa'e Chol Basar, not only Cholei Yisrael. Nevertheless, the concept that Refuas HaNefesh comes before Refuas HaGuf is a purely Jewish one, based on the teachings of the Torah. Accordingly, sickness should be viewed as a message from a Baruch Hu to the patient of It's all something specific given. It's a message. And that is why, says Rav Schwab in Amida, we focus on Rofei Cholei Amo Yisrael, because that also includes, the Tzfilo for Refua includes Refuas HaNefesh, and not only refuos while Asher Yatzar is more focused on the guf, on the body, after we physically relieve ourselves, and that is why we say, See, um, by the way, ends often says that many of us uh, miss, um, misspeak when we say the, the phrase in, Shema, in, uh, in the Amidah, it's Rufay Cholei Amo Yisrael. It's not Rophe Cholei Amo Yisrael. It's heals the sick of his nation Israel. So you have to say it all together. Rophei Yisrael. That's his ha'ar. Uh, okay, number two. And finally, the third idea that's quoted in uh, one of Rabbi Sander's Svarim in the commentator Sitter. he quotes, maybe there's a difference between the hashkacha, right? Maybe we, as Am Yisrael, we sometimes daven for Nisim and we daven for lifni mishuris and going above and beyond. And when somebody has a parent, that's what he does. Regarding the kingship of Hashem, just as human a king has the ability to commute the death sentence of his subjects, so to Hashem, a divine king, has the power to heal a person who seems destined to die from an immediate fatal illness. We were davening for nisim uh, above laws of nature. That's our Amida. That's what we're able to do there. Asher Yatzar is more focused on the natural and therefore uh, the laws of nature and teva and that's why it's different. Which might relate to the fact that one is tefillah and one is a birchah shalach v'hodah. Shalach v'hoda is not a tefillah. Asher Yatzar is a reaction to what happened. Rufaenu is a request to bring something and therefore that also might be behind what he's saying but that is, that is the suggestion. Okay, uh, two more ideas uh, about the Parsha, and then we will um, continue. By the way, this is the uh, second to last. We'll have one more uh, sheer from here, uh, from uh, Chutz Laaretz, Abed Hashem next week, Parsha's Re, and then we'll get back to uh, Eretz Israel and resume the normal, regular schedule from Beit Shemesh. Okay, but first we will uh, continue. First we will continue um, with a thought from Rabbi Steinsaltz about the whole Parsha. Again, we're just going to focus on one point of his. It's a, just a muscle, just a muscle to put Sefer Dvarim into a context. But he talks about how in this week's parsha in Akev we have many major mitzvos. That's true, as we discussed, Vilah Berchas Amazon. But there's a lot of also just day to day. There's a lot of these are the mistakes that we've made, and these are difficulties, and this is instructions that Moshe Rabbeinu gives says the we're just going to read the last paragraph and then uh, but and then one could read uh, the rest of it afterwards says rabbi stein's in the last paragraph in source 14 we have to remember who moshe is talking to here he's talking to people who probably many of them do not remember as we know 20 to 60 have died the men don't remember what was earlier they never knew some of them weren't even born yet when things were different, when there was a world without the man and without the be'er and without the Ananea akavid, and Moshe Rabbeinu was now giving instructions and talking to them about what's going to be in a world where it's totally unrelatable, so to speak. It's a world that Moshe Rabbeinu is describing, how you're going to have to be careful, and you're going to have to uh, plant, and you're going to have to do the mitzvos, and you're going to appoint a king, and all, all the things that Moshe is talking about, and the mitzvahs of Shemitah that we're going to get to. All these mitzvahs, but many of the people there, many of the Jews were probably looking at Moshe like, what are you talking about? They couldn't fathom the type of existence or reality that he was talking about. So Moshe goes through the whole Sefer Tvarim, says Riff Steinsaltz. doesn't say what Moshe Rabbeinu was thinking as he said it. You get a little impression, but it doesn't say exactly what he was thinking. And also, it doesn't say what Ben Yisrael's reaction were. Ein Batara tiur, Yisrael Moshe Rabbeinu. There's no description in the Torah how did Ben Yisrael react to this very long speech of Moshe Rabbeinu. A little bit at the end, but how'd they feel? Did they feel like orphans? Did they feel like they were losing their father? Did they feel that Moshe was describing something that they could would, could relate to? Or did Moshe feel a little bit that they were listening, but they weren't listening? Sometimes when a parent, Rabbi Steinsault says, when a parent is talking to a child, the child is listening, but the parent knows that the par- the child is not tuning out on purpose, but sometimes just can't relate to what is being said. And we hope that It'll be as, as the, uh, as the, uh, Svarim say, right? It can't get into your heart right now, so at least put it on your heart. So one day when your heart opens, it'll fall in. So, suggests Rabbi maybe that's a little bit also of what Moshe and Amishro were, were, were feeling. Obviously, this is Moshe Rabbeinu. But Moshe is describing to them a reality that they never experienced. And they couldn't even fathom. Maybe that was part of what the miraglim, as we know, uh, felt. But, line 14. Many parents, when children are going to leave the house and go out into the real world out there. Parents describe the real world to the child, but the child doesn't know until they experience it. And when they experience it, then they can think, oh, this is what, this is what my parents told me about. This is what the warning was about. Maybe that's also part of what was going through Klai Yisrael's heads throughout Sefer Dvarim. Anibatuok sha shamatem Abo Safik im Hikshaftem, most might be thinking. I know you hear me, but I don't know if you really get it. Vaniyahwachem, my only wish to you is Shaabru et Samhsholim Bhayim Bitsura Atoebioter. Do the best, do the best you can with the bumps in the road. Zu Darko Shalolam. This is what the Torah is. This is a new generation. It's a new group. And Moshe Rabbeinu, but so for shodavar, you have to experience it to get through life. So that's a uh, a human side of what was going on in this Dordea Again, it was a Dor but it was a Dor that did not know anything about Olam Tiv'i. They didn't know what it means to pick up a shovel and work for a living or to worry about Parnassah. There was none of that, and Moshe was describing that. So it was hard for them. But we just have to put ourselves into their shoes and into Moshe's shoes and think a little bit about, you know, what exactly each of them must have been, must have been thinking. Good. To, to end off with one thought on the haftorah. We know we're in the weeks where we have the seven special Haftarahs. The, after the Shloshah, de Paranusa, we have the Shiva the So here we have the haftorah. They're all from, from Sefer Yeshayo, which, as we know, Baruch Hashem, we have this exclusive of, of learning together. Again, those who join uh, the Navi, she started with Yeshua a number of years ago. We did Yeshayo this past year. Uh, so in towards the second half of Yeshayo, Yeshayo, Perak Nun and Nun Aleph is the haftarah for this week. And says the uh says Yeshayo in the second to last pusik of the haftarah Again, the last pusik is a famous pasik, But the pasik right before that. The pasik right before that, let's do two psukim before that. You have it in source fifteen on the last page. Shimu listen to me, wrote Faith Sedek, Mavakshi Hashem, those who run after tzaddik, those who seek out God. Habitu Yishayu is giving chizak now. Habitu Al Sur look at the rock from which you were hewn and taken. Meaning Look at your past. And look at the, the hole from which you were dug. Look at your ancestors. Who? Who is he referring to? So Yishayahu continues. Look to Avram Avinu. Look to Avram your father. And Sarah your mother, the one who gave birth to you. Look at Avram and Sarah. Next phrase. Ki echad one, I called him, and I blessed him, and I made him multiply. What does that mean? Ki echad kirativ. Rashi on the Pazik. I'm gonna give you the Rashi. Rashi on the Pazik says, Ki echad be kenan asher shame artomi moladato. He was the only one in Eretz Kenan. Right, I brought him, I was Maglahim, I, I took him from a place where he was born, and I brought him, he was the only one. Echad hu haya Or the Radak says, right, similarly, Echad karativ v'yamarti lo lech locha me'artzecha o Echad haya v'yacharkayin. After that, I made him more. That's echad. But if you look at the Maharal, the Maharal has another suggestion. The Maharal is explaining in the Chudushi HaKadis in Baal basra. He's explaining the Gemara in Basra there. The Gemara there describes Rebbe Binahah. Davnun Ches Omad Aleph in Perek Kasabatim. The third Perek. The third Perek of basra, which is 30 blot long. Baal basra is the only in Chas which has two Prakim which are each 30 blot. The third parak and the fifth parak. And the other ones aren't too, too short themselves. Rebbe Binaa. Look, the Marta says there on the Abner Ches. Rabbi B'nai Havi Komitsayin Ma'arta. Rabbi B'nai used to go around, I used to put markings by caves of graves. So Kohenim wouldn't become Tameh. Hai Ma'arta. Kimotel Ma'arta to Avraham. When he got to Mara Salachpela. When he got to Avraham of Ashkeche, when he got to the cave, Ashkeche la Eliezer Avraham, to Kohe Kami Baba. He found Eliezer evad Avraham standing outside the Ma'arah. So he says, what's Avram doing? Know what's Avram up to? Amr Eliezer answers, He is lying in the lap of Sarah, and she is looking through his hair. That's what the Gemara describes. That's what it means. What is the symbolism of this? Right? There's a lot of symbolism which we're not going to go through now. And then he says, zil, emale, bina, Go tell them, Rabbi Binah here. I have to go in to measure, etc. What's the symbolism though of the Avram in her lap and the hair? Again, every detail obviously has a message, but we're only going to pick on one. Says the Maharal Da. Ki Avram and Sarah were closer to each other than any other couple in history even more than adam and Chava, the maharal says they're together they're one after all we might say if the this is the beginning the first jewish couple they have to be one in order to then create the nation and what is the source that they're one Our Pasuk in the torah vizel shamar shekasuv Habitu El Avram Avichem, The El Sarah Tulalchem, Tokalalchem, Ki Echad Karativ. I called them one. They were one. That's what the Pasik means. Not just he was Avram was one. Avram and Sarah are one. The Al-Shneim Omer, look at the Pasik. It's going on both of them. Al-Shneim O'Mar ki echad karativ. The moral knew what Rashi and the Radak say, and he's arguing. Ki Avram Im Sarah, hu echod. Fiddabar Zem Mipne. Why is this? Ki Mipne, ki Avram, huayahaschalas ha'olam. Avram was the beginning. Ki olam the beginning of the world. Yisrael, is the beginning of the world, and Abraham is the beginning of Yisrael. Abraham. akol, he's the beginning of everything. Raui The beginning has to be one. Just like the Marah discusses this at length in the beginning of Netzach Yisrael and Paragimmel. Where he discusses the philosophical problem of how could the world, which is so multi-levelled and so many in the world, come from one? And he discusses how ribui could come from echad, and that's why many people believe in about a zara. He says people have because of this problem. But the maral says no, there could be ribui, but the beginning is echad. That's what he says here too. <laughs> And that's what Avram and Sarah are defined and described as. Obviously, every Chassan and Kala, we try to follow Avram Avinu as much as we can and be that Echad as well. Be united in that way, but we should know Ki Echad Karatev. When we hear this, we should take Chizik. And focus on Shalom is focus on being one with our spouses, uh, and in that way following the first Jews, Avram and Sarah, in their unity as well. Okay, we'll stop here.